Hey everybody, welcome to the Strategy Game Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Shippey, and today we have a special episode. Okay, so today we're going to, uh, this is a special bonus episode, and today I'm going to be speaking to some of the things that we uncovered as a group in our Strategy Game Mastermind last month, because I think some of these realizations will apply to you as well, and so I want to share them with you to give you a little sneak peek into what the Strategy Game Mastermind is all about. And for those of you that don't know about it, it's a group of about 10 entrepreneurs, um, founders of nonprofits, and leaders of movements. And the reason I love this group so much is that it's really a combination of um, founders and entrepreneurs um, and nonprofits. And so I think that we can learn from each other and our business models together. And the combination of that is so beautiful to see. And so I just love this group that we have. I'm so excited about it. And I'm excited to share some of the findings with you. So I really opened it up this past month really speaking to the importance of connecting with your vision right now. And the reason that I started there is because I think that in these times, in times of um, uncertainty and coming out of turmoil, um, and I think that that it's not over yet, right? So we're going to experience more of this as we go into the fall. And so just to be prepared and equipped and have the capability to zoom out and really focus on our visions, our whys. Why do we do what we do, right? Simon Sinek style. Um, and I think anytime we're able to zoom out and get that perspective and use that lens as we develop our strategy, our marketing language, um, the better we're going to be able to communicate with people with the heart behind what we do, the identity behind our brand and our company and ourselves. And the more that translates, the more we're able to connect with people genuinely. And the more we connect with people, the more we convert people into customers and followers. And the more that they resonate and connect with our brand, the more they'll share, right, which drives genuine word of mouth strategy. Did you see that series of connections that I just made there? That is the importance of strategy. That's the magic of strategy. It connects all the dots. And that's why I'm so passionate about this work. Okay, so I opened up with the importance of vision. And then I gave some tactical suggestions for how they can remain connected to their vision. And one of those things really relies on staying connected to your user personas. Who do you do this for? Who do you serve? And if you're a nonprofit, that might be connecting with who you serve, and it might be connecting with your donor base. Who are they? What do they want? And if you haven't listened to it, go back to our episode, our podcast episode on user personas and get the free PDF download so that you can actually work through your user personas. And, the, and I really spoke to the importance of unpacking this as an entrepreneur as well. So that would be who is your customer, and you're going to have several different buckets of customers. Um, and then on the back end, you could do personas for your team as well to help understand um, and recruit new team members. So you can use personas in any level of your business or nonprofit. And that's why these are so important. So you start here. This is identity-based strategy. That's what we talk about at StoryWork. That's what we talk about in our e-course, the Strategy Masterclass. Um, and it's what we talk about in our mastermind. 
So takeaway number one with uh, a member of our mastermind, and this applied to several of our members, the nonprofit sector specifically. So we talked about what types of structures they might want to consider if they're looking to scale their nonprofit operations. So this might look like the franchise model for businesses, except we're speaking to it from a nonprofit perspective. So we have several nonprofits here and they're looking to scale their impact, right? And so that takes the consideration of two things. It takes the consideration of figuring out who your donors are and what they want. So establishing your um, donor-based strategy. And you know, a lot of you may have an individual donor base of key individuals that have supported your nonprofit for years. But I would also encourage you to brainstorm around that and develop a structure and a strategy around that that might involve uh, grants from, uh, it might involve working with foundations, attracting capital from foundations, as well as individuals. And I know that for some of you as well in the nonprofit space, your donor base may be getting older. So how do you attract the next generation of donors? And this is something to really think through and strategize around. What does that look like? Who are your personas for your next generation of supporters? And what do they want? And how do they want to be spoken to? And what kind of information would really fuel or ignite the passion for the work that you do? So that's the, really the first facet to unpack. And that was my advice for some of our nonprofits. And the second was franchising the structure, the model, right? So thinking through the, the profile of the leaders that you might want to raise up. What are the characteristics, the role or job description, and what key cities or areas in order of priority do you want to roll out? What cities are most in need of what you have or spaces of what your nonprofit has? And what do you bring to that area? So does it qualify for certain grants? So it's really unpacking that. And then encouraging them to think about who can you partner with in that area to recruit um, students per se for your marketing plan? Um, and, and what types of organizations, associations can you partner with to spread the word organically about your movement or nonprofit? Because, you know, really a rising tide lifts all boats, right? So we want to connect with like-minded associations and maybe nonprofits and uh, movements in the area or people groups in the within the area to be able to genuinely spread the word about that. And then obviously there's logistic things like um, operating budget estimates, marketing collateral needed, you know, uh, an equipment and supply list, right? So really placing a structure around all of that so that we're able to franchise the model and move and spread through partner organizations, right? We can leverage leader networks to build out fundraising models by city as well as fr the franchise model by city to be able to carry a greater impact as a nonprofit. So we spoke to some of that. And then on the, the business side, the entrepreneur side, we talked about um, capturing the main phrase that comes to mind uh, in terms of your marketing. What do you provide for clients? And I don't mean 
I don't mean like tax uh, and accounting services or um, I sell widgets. I mean, what do you provide for them on a deeper level? And for one of our entrepreneurs, the phrase that came to mind was peace of mind. So really this particular entrepreneur provides peace of mind for their clients more than they know. You are their safety net. And I, you know, my advice was if, if you can figure out how to share this through their testimonies or your communications and marketing, you really will increase your business exponentially because more than ever right now, people need peace of mind. People need stability. They need safety. They are looking for that. And so if you can convey and show how they do that, uh, you will really dominate the market right now. And so the systems have to be ready to scale around it, right? So I was encouraging um, this entrepreneur and several others to be ready to figure out what you can outsource within your model. And if you haven't considered uh, Belay, B-E-L-A-Y, this might be something that you want to look into. Because as an entrepreneur, sometimes it's the chicken or the egg problem, right? Do I hire someone? Do I bring someone on full time? Can I afford that? Well, Belay is a great stepping stone for you when you're in that season because it enables you to outsource some of the work to VAs and they have a very curated process and their CEO is actually on our blog this week, but it, this may be released after that. So go back and, and check out our blog because um, Trisha has contributed to our blog and she has some great <clears throat> words of wisdom. So anyway, I really was encouraging them to um, consider this, list out everything that you do in a day. And you guys know this, this is just a reminder, right? Because we need to be reminded more than instructed. So uh, a few things, you know, to consider listing out all of the things that you do, and then figuring out what pieces you need to remove uh, from your plate in order to become more strategic, in order to become more, um, in tune and in touch with your vision as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a founder of a nonprofit, because the more the more time you spend in that space, the more you're going to be able to translate it into a strategy that resonates and builds your particular brand or nonprofit. You see how this stuff applies across the board. This is what I love about strategy. And I recommended a few things strategy-wise. So do you have your personas defined? If not, definitely start there because that helps you refine your marketing strategy. And then brainstorm on what menu offerings might be. So if you look at your entire list of services that you offer, is there a small, medium, and large offering or a done with you versus done for you model that emerges. So as you unpack this, it's going to help you roadmap out your path to growth, right? Because there are many things, many different ways that you can position your products and services. And people don't want to engage with you um, committing to a high level, high dollar offering in the beginning. So how can you lead your client through a nurturing process. This is the customer nurturing process, right? How can you lead them through a process that um, enables them to engage with you on a small size offering and then a medium size offering as they work down through your marketing funnel and then into a, um, the ultimate offering that you want to drive them to. And I hate to talk about this in terms of 
you know, working them through the funnel. I mean, that's really what it is. But let's remember that we are talking and offering things to people. And and so how can we best serve these people? And if you start there and you're able to position your offerings to lead them through a process with you where they develop trust, they develop safety, they develop connection with you, then you will be able to build your business or nonprofit. And this applies to both. Even if you're a nonprofit, donors may not want to start out giving $50,000, right? But maybe there's a smaller way that they can engage with you. How can they build trust with you? They need to be nurtured. And that might be through a series of emails, that might be through following your posts, that may be through YouTube updates with your team, that might be through some of your donors or team members uh, or the people that you serve sharing their stories and testimonials just in a genuine way that regularly shows up and delights them, right? So these are the things that we reviewed and we talked about their funnels and how they might nurture their prospects through their funnels in a genuine way, in a meaningful way. And so each of them is really taking some time to look at their offerings and their funnels and how that might connect with their personas. So this is why we start with user personas. I know that there's a lot in this episode. Your head might be spinning a little bit right now, but stay with me. Keep listening because this information that I'm going to share will help you transform your business or nonprofit or movement in this season. And this is a this is really a more difficult season than ever and I think it's just really important that we stay focused. We do not get distracted. We do not look to the left or to the right, but we keep our eyes on the vision. We keep our eyes on what we were created to do and we continue to do it and offer it to the world in this season. And so I would just encourage you today to really stay connected to your vision, unpack your user personas, and then from there, start to think through what they really want. What are your offerings? How can you offer value to them? And then how does that translate into working them through a customer nurturing process, the funnel, right? So that, so I'll give you an example for story work as we... wrap up here. And I can't cover everything we went through in the mastermind because there was so much that emerged. And this is only 90 minutes, guys. That was a 90 minute strategy session. It was unbelievable. And I'm so excited to do it over and over again. Our next one is coming up the end of July here. So I'll be sure to hop on and share some more insights each month so you guys can follow along with us as we grow and we learn. But I'm going to share the story work Um, customer nurturing journey. So we have um, this podcast that you're listening to right now. This would be considered the top of the funnel where people first get to know me, uh, get to know the work that I do and the outcomes that it produces. Uh, They also read our weekly strategy game emails. If you don't get those, you can um, head to storywork.co to subscribe. And they're full of just podcasts, free PDF downloads, and um, a story work collective blog post. So we have a group of entrepreneurs and leaders all over the country that share on the uh, the weekly story work 
collective and it's such a great group and I love sharing insights from other people and highlighting them. So, um, so we offer value first and it's free value and there's a lot of it, you know, so people engage in that way and they download the free PDFs to help them work through their strategy. And then if they really like that, they might consider taking the strategy masterclass and that's an e-course that we've developed. There's three different parts to it. There's the habits part, the habits guide, get your habits and routines solid because that really forms the baseline of your strategy. And then there's the life strategy part of it, really getting solid with who you are and what roadblocks stand in the way of operating, you know, in who you are, if there's fears or there's insecurities, or there's just stuff that you have to journal through and and work through. And that course, um, is really the foundation of identity-based strategy. So when when you get solid in who you are, you're able to really work through your strategy with clarity. And then there's the third piece, which is called the strategy map. And this is the six-part framework that I walk entrepreneurs and um, founders of nonprofits through, and that helps them to get clarity on what to do next. I know a lot of us are always looking for, what do I do next? Um, I don't have complete clarity on my, on my strategy. It seems murky right now. I can't figure out what's going to crack the code as an entrepreneur. Well, this map helps you get there. And so entrepreneurs might go through that because the cost is is minimal, right? You can take the first two parts of it for under a hundred bucks. And, you know, the strategy map's only a couple hundred bucks, right? And so compared to the investment that you're, you're going to get back on that, your rate of return is, you know, is out of this world. So then they might go through the strategy masterclass. And if they love that, then they might consider joining a strategy game mastermind. And that's where I'm really hands-on with the entrepreneurs and nonprofits. And I'm giving tailored advice to them specific to where they are and what they're doing. So sometimes you feel like, okay, that's great. I walked myself through it, but now I want somebody to speak into me. I want somebody to speak into my specific strategy. And that's what the strategy game uh, mastermind is for. So if any of this sounds interesting to you, you can head to storywork.co and you can check out all of the resources there. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend, spread the word, and please give us a rating because we could use some more ratings um, in the Apple store and wherever you're listening. So thanks so much for tuning in guys and have a great week.